I hate people posting things like that on Twitter. Oh, f off. I want to tell you what will look really hot. Black and white. Is she alright? I don't know. She looks a bit possessed. Sepia. What is that even about? Why do that? What are the comments? Nothing. Oh, you look... Oh, oh my oh. God, you absolutely uh, slay. Slay. <laughs> slay. <coughs> Here we go. God, it's hot with this f***ing <laughs> candle on. The swan... It's hot! Ah! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Jesus. Right, oh. here we go. For the past week... I don't know what episode... For the past week... I, no, for the past few months, I've been feeling like the best days are behind us. Well, they've gone. They, they yeah, have, haven't they? Yeah, they've gone. I don't know what changed. The quality of content now is bad. <laughs> it is, though, isn't it? Let's face facts. The face fact fell. Oh, thanks, fell. Episode 33. So, this episode, I'm going to try and go back to the way we used to do things. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to, to episode, episode oh, 30. I've forgotten already. Now, Edison, this is a edit free zone. Here we go. Unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> it is unplugged. Oh! <laughs> There's a keyboard there. Oh, Is it that's making a noise? Twitter needs to f off. Do you remember when he said he was going to quit Twitter? <coughs> <coughs> I didn't hold. Right, here we go. I wish you fing did. God, it's hot in here. It smells like a church. It does smell like. Uh, yeah. I'll just have a sip of me lime said. How's your cold? Mm. Awful. You don't sound that bad. Hello. Do you reckon I gave it to you? Uh, well, I think I caught it off Leah, but... I gave it to Leroy. That's what it is, then. Hello. Why? That's all staying in. All right. Hello. I'm that oh. clap. <laughs> so <it's> driving. <laughs> Thinks that we clipped the door. <laughs> Hello, and, and welcome, welcome to, to episode 33 of Who Can, Can Convince you. you. I'm Harry. I'm Luke. Did you have a nice holiday? No. no. Oh, there you go, then. No, I really did. Coming back was to hell. Oh, right. I don't want to be here anymore. In the UK. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering in what sense you went. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be here anymore. All right. The UK f***ing sucks. It's all. It's all. It's a it's all. What's, what, what? What? What have you done? Turning my headphones down. Right. You don't need to worry about anything that I'm doing right now. Hey, uh, what we got? Uh, what we got? Up, what, are we, <laughs> what are we doing today? Well, I hope. Firstly, uh, <laughs> <I> hope, <laughs> firstly. <laughs> so I just want to say, yeah. this is Monday. If you're listening to this when it comes out on Monday, yeah. Hope you all enjoyed Flux yesterday and Halloween and Halloween. Did it come out on Halloween. Yeah. Why? It came out yesterday. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good, yeah. It was all right, wasn't it? So, um, another point. I hope you all enjoyed our Halloween video, video. special that's on our YouTube channel. 
We should never have got released. You can find a link to that at uh, www.wccy.co.uk. The uh, homepage for all your Doctor Who related news and content related to the podcast. So, if you are listening to this on Monday and it is not... Are you alright? I'm just waiting for the podcast to start. <laughs> I hate preamble. Ample. Well, I'm amp- just going to say, I'm just going to say, yeah. if you are waiting, no, if this is Monday that you're listening mm. and you haven't had enough already and you're still with us, if you're not listening to this too late on that Monday, oh you can join us, as in me and Luke, on, on a live, live stream, stream over on the Cloister Bells YouTube channel. So we're going to be discussing Flux weekly, I presume the day after the show airs, so every Monday whilst the series is on. So it's going to be me and Luke, as in who can convince you, Rob from the Cloister Bell, Shona and Caroline from My Adventure in Space and Time, Mark and maybe Ian from All of Time and Space, and David, uh, Matt and David from Neither the Time Nor the Space. So, uh, yeah, you can visit uh, the Cloister Bells website or you can visit ours, like I said, www.wccy.co.uk and there is a thing on our homepage that will take you straight to that YouTube where you can set a reminder. So it's going to be 9pm on Monday the 1st. I should also point out as well that Matt and David from Neither the Time Nor the Space are doing a quiz for Doctors Without Borders and we've done a round of questions that I believe are going to be out on the next episode of Neither the Time Nor the Space. So that's going to be like Saturday the 7th, 6th, something like that. So make sure you tune into that. So obviously Flux was yesterday, if you're listening to this next week, or was on Sunday, um, but we haven't seen it yet. I d- do you know what? I did a funny the other day on the live stream. Right. Mark's podcast, All of Time and Space... Their, like, tagline is Aotas, right? All of time and space. So I printed off a photo of Mark, and I put a piece of paper under it that said, Hey, hot ass. (laughs) And I put it on the wall behind me in case anybody saw it (laughs) in the live stream. Did they? No. Right. Waste of it. Oh, God. It just says, Hey, hot ass. Is is that your picture of Mark as well? Yeah, picture of Mark. Hey, hot ass. I'll show you the photo of it. I sent it to everybody the day after, because I was like, nobody mentioned it. Did it was everyone just weirded out? I would have spelt it some other way. Why? I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. It does, but you'd have to tell me. It's quite cryptic, that. Well, I'm I'm not going to just give it away, am I? Anyway. So, have you got any predictions for Flux? It's going to be underwhelming, but isn't evident. I've got some predictions. Oh? I think. Really? Uh, I'm going to assume that the flux is some sort of um, what was that thing that used to be on Stargate? Do you remember Stargate? Uh, I sort of big it. polo. And, no, yeah. I never, it was just always sort of on. Yeah, Stargate, the big sort of polo thing. Hmm. And they go through it. Hmm. I think the flux is something to do with that. It's some sort of a gate gateway. I don't know why. We've seen it quite a lot in a lot of promotional stuff now, this sort of yellowy circle, like the Cybermen coming through it, and there's publicity shots of Jody stood by it as well. It just makes me think that it's some sort of a, a portal. 
could be right, could be wrong. Probably wrong. We'll find out on Sunday. Yeah. I also think that um, the moment the, the we've got that little teaser trailer bit of Jody, Yaz, and Dan going, "I'm the Doctor. This is Yaz. This is Dan." When they're outside on the field, I think that scene leads into where the uh, Sontarans on the horse taking his helmet off, so to speak. Um, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> <coughs> I had more predictions, but they've all gone out of my head now. There's some good predictions, Harold. I would, I'd bet that they come true. I also I found something on on a newsletter that was going to read out, but I can't find it. Hmm. Hmm. I just predict it's going to be. Oh, I say it's all right. Can't wait for Russell to come back. Is what all the uni people are saying. I hear them. I hear their circles. There was I did. A, I hear them behind me. A, a Facebook post that was put out earlier on by the BBC right. that said, uh, Chris Chibnall talks Doctor Who Flux. Chris Chibnall talks more about making the 13th series of Doctor Who, Doctor Who Flux. Read more. Um, so the question is, what was your vision for the series? And he said, my vision for the series was to create a massive story bigger than ever told with Jodie's Doctor and to start with an episode that feels like a finale and carry on from there and play out the rest of the story. I wanted it to be really epic, to be fun with lots of cliffhangers, to be surprising and to really do things we hadn't yet done with the 13th Doctor. Um, what can we expect from the series? People can expect a roller coaster ride of uh, very different episodes. Six very specific chapters... Lots of different places in time and space, and lots of returning monsters. Some really brilliant guest stars, brand new monsters, and some of my favourite cliffhangers we've done. So, I think it's going to be... I've got a feeling it'll be good. The trailer was excellent. Because we reacted to the trailer, didn't we? And I thought it was I thought it was excellent. We were first. We we were the first to do that. Paid off. And we had the least amount of views. Did we um, really? Yeah. Um, What's the point? Well, that's weird, isn't it? Because you think you're typing flux on podcasts, thinking I'll see what the podcasters say, and ours would have come out first, but it, nobody it, clicked it. Is it because we're explicit? Is that the thing that's really hurting us? Might be, you know. It might be the E that people just sort of think. I don't know. But yeah. I hate the world that we live in. It's a sad place. But what I was, <laughs> what I was going to say is that I think the the series will be great. Mm. It'll be good and worth watching. Mm. But I have a feeling that it'll be a lot of um, big pieces and special effects, but with little substance so I think the stories aren't going to be that deep but the sort of the set pieces are going to be very grand do you know what I mean I disagree do you think it's going to be the opposite no I think it's going to be quite consistent both on I don't know I don't think it's going to excel in one area I think it's going to be very alright hmm it could be great though. So you're are you you're catching up now, aren't you? So yeah. you'll be ready for Sunday. Yeah. 
Um, I think it's on quarter past. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I think it's on quarter past six on Sunday. Right, and it is an hour. Only on BBC iPlayer. E, well, it's it's on BBC One and BBC One HD. Uh, I'll have to record it there. I, I'm not watching an iPlayer. iPlayer is going to be dreadful. I don't know what we've said this before, and I and I've never I haven't really seen it much criticism criticism. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't, I've just learned a new word. Um, I haven't really seen much criticism from. I can't say it. I haven't. The problem, right? I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but when we record, I try very hard to hide my Welshness. Why? Just because I think sometimes I just start speaking. It comes out. Yeah, you do, but I don't think that's why people aren't listening. Oh, no, no, neither do I, but I... I oh, ju- no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, uh, oh, apologies to... Yeah, I did very well. So, so. 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 Ah, so. Um... <laughs> I don't know what was going to... What was I saying then before that? Oh, yeah, so... Uh, oh, yes. Um, the Welshness. No, uh, yeah, so I do try and hide the Welshness. Yeah. You'll be happy to know, because otherwise I think it just ramble on. And I've sort of learnt to hide it more with Leah as well. Because mm. if I'm speaking to my mum... Why are you hiding your nationality? I'm not hiding my nationality. I'm just trying to make it as as uniform for everybody as, as we can. Certain words... As we can. Certain words come out. But, um, so, yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. BBC iPlayer. Yeah. I haven't really noticed anybody else that's got a problem with it. Like we're the only, we've sort of voiced it, but I've never seen anything like that online. It's awful. Sort of people saying BBC iPlayer is not very good. It's disgusting. It is the worst of the streaming platforms. The quality alone is dreadful. Oh, there's sort of, the problem is with it as well. I think is that there's no option to sort of change the quality. No. So it's just always trying to buffer to get it as high as it can. High 720p, as high as it can go. Sorry, pal. <laughs> I'm awful sorry, mate, but that's all we've got. It's terrible. You know your license fee, son? Well, well, <laughs> they're all on Plex. You have. You have done that for us, haven't you? Mm, sorry, it's just us that can get that, obviously, because yeah. it's our stuff. We bought the Blu-rays. Yep. So, but there we go. Anything else you want to add in? Oh, well, should, yeah, actually, I should uh, should just mention about the way that we're going to do the podcast going forward whilst Flux is being um, broadcast. Same as usual, but Flux added in too. Yeah. So, but, um, no new who yeah. episode shows by me. It's just going to so, be Flux now. So this week... I just explained it. I think you didn't do it well enough. I'll try again. I'll, no, I'll do it. Go on, then. So every week carries on as normal. Old, old, no. Every week carries on as normal... As in every other week will be the Doctor Who podcast, and every other week of that will be Look Who's Talking, and we've got special guests coming on. I've got them lined up. Have you? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every week, it will either be the Doctor Who normal podcast, that's what it's called, <laughs> and Look Who's Talking, which is a talkie podcast where we just talk, and we'll have special guests on. Right. So Flux will take the plate, yeah. Oh, God. 
It's like pulling teeth. No. So when we do the Doctor Who episodes of the podcast, or review one new and one old, instead of me picking a new episode to review, I'm going to be picking the latest episode of Flux to review. And that's it. Yeah. So you'll have a weekly episode of Flux yeah. added in to whatever episode it would be normally. No. But, yeah. No. But... The normal run of the podcast is only going to be doing classic Who, but with Flux added on as the new Who element. It's not, nothing's added on. Taking the place of new Who stories that I usually pick, but it is new Who. It's just. We'll be covering Flux every week. (laughs) Alright then. So. This week. Bearing that in mind, this week is classic Who only, because we've had a lot of. You've been on holiday. Yeah. We've got that Halloween video. You use that term very loosely. <coughs> holiday? So, uh, you've been on holiday. The Halloween video came out and everybody went wild. Hopefully. Bearing that in mind, we're just doing Classic Who this week. And what a treat of a story it is. Oh, yes. So, this week, story title... The evil. evil of the Daleks. Do I interrupt you with your... <laughs> so this week... You've interrupted my story. Pardon? That I didn't get to choose this week because you wanted it all to yourself. Yeah. yeah. I had a Matt Smith one lined up as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Dodge that. What? So. <coughs> my story this week. The evil... Let me try it without spit everywhere. So my story this week, The Evil of the Daleks. Only episode two exists, so we've Did watched you watch the it? animation. Did you watch the episode two normal? I have watched it before. I didn't watch it for this, but I, I have did. seen it before. I did, did you? Yeah, I didn't watch the animation for episode two. You watched the real episode two? Yeah. Nice. You watched it in the black and white animation. Yeah. I watched the colour animation, because yeah. you've got my disc. Mm-hmm. Season four, serial nine. Aired from the 20th of May to the 1st of July, 1967. Written by David Whittaker. Directed by Derek Martinus, or Martinus. I'm never sure how you're supposed to say it. Produced by Enos Lloyd. Script edited by Jerry Davis and Peter Bryant. Music by Dudley Simpson. It is seven episodes long. Dudley did it, did he? I am going to give you a cast list. Because we never really do that. But I'm going to do it now. Why? Just to familiarise yourself with the characters. Pad it out. Yeah, pad it out. Filler. Doctor Who is played by Patrick Troughton, Jamie McCrimmon, Fraser Hines, Victoria Waterfield, don't know what accent that was, Deborah Watling, Edward Waterfield is John Bailey. He's a fishing present. Um, Theodore Maxible is... Uh, what a name. That's the character's name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Marius Goring. Bob Hall is by Alec, played by Alec Ross. Kennedy is Griffith Davis. Perry is Jeffrey Colville. Molly Dawson is Joe Robottom. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone. Ruth Maxwell is Bridget Forsyth, Bruce's sister. Is uh, it? No. Arthur, Ter- <laughs> Arthur Terrell is Jerry Watson. Toby is Windsor Davis. 
Kemmel is Sonny Caldinas. Uh, Biggs is list. And the Daleks are a mix of people with Dalek voices. Nicholas Briggs. By Nicholas, no. Uh, Roy Skelton and Peter Hawkins, because we all know that nowadays only Nicholas Briggs can do a Dalek voice. There's no, There is literally nobody else, no else that can do it. Uh, nobody else can do a Dalek voice. Isn't that mad? We used to have loads of people that could do it, but now... Nobody else, no one on earth except Nicholas Briggs owns a ring mod. What's going to happen when he dies? Owns a ring mod? (laughs) Or owns a fan? (laughs) (laughs) Would you like a synopsis? Hey. The Daleks draft the second Doctor into distilling the human factor in order for them to understand why they have always been bested by humans in the past. Hold on. Yes. Human factor. What is that? We'll get to that. Once implanted, it will make the Dalek race invincible. Hold on. What's getting implanted? Jamie's faith in the Doctor is stretched to the limit as the Doctor appears to be collaborating with the Daleks. The Doctor has a few tricks up his sleeve, but then again, so might the Daleks. They don't have sleeves. That is true. The Daleks don't have sleeves, so your Doctor Who program guide basically chuck it away. Don't know their their elbow. (laughs) So, yeah. So, the human factor Mm. is basically emotions and how they, how we think Mm. compared to how the Daleks think. Right. So, the Daleks want a bit of Humanity, basically, implanted into them so that they can realise sort of what the humans are doing to defeat them all the time. It's an alright plan. Comprende? Yeah, it's an okay plan. It's an alright plan, isn't it? What did you think of the story? Now, it was seven episodes long. It was seven episodes. Felt that. Mm. Um... I, didn't, I think the first episode is probably the worst one. I had no clue what was happening. There was a... Right. Well, so they're at Heathrow, because yeah. they just dropped off some... The story starts off... Because you'll never know what I think. Well, no, I'm just going to tell you. The story starts off where the faceless ones, the story previous, left us. So the TARDIS has been taken away on the back of a wagon because <laughs> it was in the middle of Heathrow Airport. Of course. Gatwick. No, it was Heathrow, wasn't it? Gatwick. Oh, is it Gatwick? Mm. Right. And then the Doctor and Jamie find the TARDIS. I thought they couldn't lift the TARDIS. Oh, d- ignore that. Okay. They can for this. Right, okay. okay. It's a good lorry. It is a big wagon, that. Mm. A big, big wagon. Renault, isn't it? Probably a Kangoo. Probably <laughs> a Kangoo. The creme de la creme <laughs> of the van world. Kangoo, no doubt. Yeah, you can do it too with Kangoo. Mm. What? I love Kangoo. Can do. Yeah. Nice. uh, Do you ever use can do? No. Great. I find wet wipes chaff. Chap. What? They chap you, don't they, wet wipes? No. I, personally. Anyway. Hmm. You see, you'd be able to get the little purple and green box Mm. that you could refill your can goos. No. Can do's with. Yeah. They stink. (laughs) They smell as even poor you. Why is that? You're on it. I, it's for post, it's not pre. From time to time. Hmm. Oh, fair play. Shower. Oh, yeah, if you, get, yeah, you just catch it. 
<laughs> you ever caught in the shower? No. Oh, you have. I've never <laughs> in the shower, so there's, there's your answer. Oh, you have. I haven't. Oh, everyone has. <laughs> oh, you must have. <laughs> have you never tried to get it down the plug with a scrunchie? He's a ball in me foot. <laughs> no, don't worry, love. I'll use my hand. Just squeezing it down. Like, you know... The, that's right there. You know... <laughs> you know, like one of those Play-Doh presses where it comes yeah. out like worms. Mm. So it's like going through the sink. Going through the, the plug. What was your question? Oh, no. What did was... you think of Evil of the Daleks? So Gatwick. Hmm. Right, so we're going from Gatwick. Yes. And then they get abducted to go to a mansion or something? Yes. Because Perry... Who? Perry. Perry. Mm. The guy, Perry. There's nobody called Perry. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah. Perry. I thought you were on about Perry Perry, as no. in... Um, he is... Commissioned to find the doctor, Doug and get him. Don't and Jamie in the restaurant that they're in for some reason, mm. and then bring them. Mr. Waterfield. Yeah. Which is really is bringing him... them to the Daleks. Yeah. Or the Daleks. Do you say Dalek or Dalek? Dalek. Yeah, I say Dalek. Americans say Dalek, which is how it's spelled. Um. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, why the mansion? Because it's uh, Waterfield's mansion. Right. Oh, yeah. And the well. Daleks must, like, <laughs> off or something to say, look, can we use your mansion to hide in the little cupboard? So the Daleks... Yep. When Maxible and Waterfield were working on an experiment for time travel, yeah. they were using the mirrors, weren't they? Which is what is inside that wooden cupboard. Right. They tried all of the powers, all of them, wind, offshore wind, you know, solar, uh, nuclear. Mm. None of them worked. No. Until they used static. Static electricity. Oh, come on, really? Which is what the Daleks run on. (laughs) Okay? Like bumper cars. They'd love carpets, wouldn't they? Yeah. So... They sort of made their way in through that, right? Okay, right. Not really. Would you? Well, do you want me to? Do you want me to do the story breakdown from the? Yeah, break it down from the Doctor Who program guide. Well, the whole story altogether is a bit <laughs> of a mess. It is and it isn't. It it makes sense when you sort of walk your way through it, but it's sort of well. Here we go. The TARDIS is stolen from Gatwick Airport and driven off in a lorry. The Doctor and Jamie follow it to a Victoriana antique shop owned by Edward Waterfield. All three are transported back 100 years to the home of scientist Theodore Maxible, who, with Waterfield's help, has devised a method of time travel involving mirrors, static electricity and the Daleks. Mm. The Daleks are holding Waterfield's daughter, Victoria, hostage so he is obliged to cooperate in their plan to bring the Doctor back to 1866. The Daleks acquire what... No. The Daleks want to acquire what they call the human factor 
to create an army of super Daleks. They force the Doctor to run an experiment on Jamie, registering every emotion he shows in his attempt to rescue Victoria. The plan backfires as the three er- no, the plan back the plan backfires as the three experimental Daleks adopt attitudes of playful friendliness instead of human cunning. All three are recalled to Scarrow, where the Emperor Dalek reveals the true purpose of the experiment. He now plans to inject the Doctor with the Dalek factor, which he will take back to Earth and turn its inhabitants into Dalek-like creatures with the impulse to destroy. The Doctor... No. The Doctor is passed through a machine for transforming humans into mental Daleks. As in not, you know... Mental. That Dalek is mental. Just, you know, mentally. In the mental state mm. of a Dalek. But remains unaffected for he is Telepathy. Not, exactly. Well, <laughs> not really. For he is not human. Instead, he manages to humanise some of the Daleks. Soon, civil war erupts on Scarrow between humanised Daleks and real Daleks. Maxible, mentally turned into a Dalek-like creature, is killed... Good. Victoria's father saves the Doctor at the cost of his own life. He gets shot, doesn't he? The travellers depart whilst the war rages on. No. No, it doesn't rage on. Well, it, as it ends, but, you know, the Daleks are destroying each other and they leave. Oh, but the one Dalek is still left behind with his Ooh. little eye on. Not his iron on. Yeah, with his iron on. <laughs> 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 flying down the corridor to go switch it up <laughs> his eye is still on <coughs> yes Um. what was it like in colour now I was going to discuss this when we get to the animation Forget so, do, no so do you want to discuss the animation first yeah. before the story can I be crude can you be crude? Yeah. <laughs> if you want. I hate the animations for Doctor Who. I think they're shit. I think they're all terrible. Oh, but they don't have the budget. Don't, don't do it then. No one's asking for that. Release the audio. You already have. Leave it. Leave it. I get what you mean. Leave it. I do get what you mean. It's crap. Now. It's horrible. I've, I've written out a little a paragraph I, here. Could I do bit. better? <laughs> It's a question you got to ask. Probably not, but I mean, I could get pretty close. I've got movie maker. Paint. <laughs> I got paint. <laughs> I can. I can give it a good crack. Right. So I've put. I've. I've written a little paragraph. All right. Thoughts on the animation. Right. Look in. Look what. Listen. I look know. Look who's talking. Hey. See what I did. There? I know people worked on this. Probably yes. took me ages to do it. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Because I feel like I'm in the same boat. You I get pour what you your heart I get what you into mean. something. You try your best. And then all you get is either Ambitious flack, but rubbish. Flack, disappointment, no one caring. Or a mix. Or a mix. Mm. So I get it. So I feel like, because I resonate with the people who made this, I feel like I'm in the same camp as them. Almost I am them. I think it's... <laughs> It's not. I'm just, it's, just yeah. it's a waste of time. I'm going to say. I'd rather listen to it. It I, looks bad. 
I really appreciate the animation. So whenever I'm saying anything that's bad... A for effort. Yeah. I appreciate the animation, and I enjoy it. I enjoy mm. that we have some sort of a, vis- a visual representation of the story that we can watch and enjoy. Yeah. But... Someone has to stand up and say, no, you know what, we don't want this anymore. Well, I say that in general. I think fandom gets to a point where sort of you can't really say anything bad because if you say anything bad, you don't really love the show. And they might not do it again. That's not... Yeah. <laughs> look at him crossing his fingers. <laughs> so, yeah, I've put thoughts on the animation. I think the Daleks look incredible. Yeah. They look great. Yeah, it's, it's, this is the best animation I've seen yeah. from and the, Doctor Who. They sound incredible as well, the they voices do. of the... you know, Still in stereo, not 5.1. Is what it is. But... Uh, you've got a good dynamic range there as well. Well, they've got they've got really good lighting in there. Yeah, and the Daleks even wobble like when they move. So That's when cool. the Daleks are, are, are moving, yeah, they wobble. They 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 do sort of do that thing. One thing I did note is that sometimes with the Daleks, the frame rate the frame rate is really high, and they look really smooth. Mm. And other times, it's really low. I noticed especially when the Daleks go into um, Maxwell's time machine mirror mm-hmm. one box thing, the frame like frame rate I can't say it frame rate really drops and they sort of stutter their way in. <laughs> Did you notice any of this? I've I've written a few things yeah. like this that are a bit weird, and I think the problem is is that sometimes the Daleks are animated really smoothly, so they look great. I think you're just picking apart what happens across the board in these animations, though. It's not very consistent. I disagree. Do you want to... I disagree. Mm. I mean, did you see Jamie? Or was it the doc? No, I think it was Jamie in the portal in the last episode. Yeah, I know what you mean. Stop now. Yeah. Oh, still going. Uh, <laughs> there's a few things that are a bit odd as well. So at one point on Scaro towards the end, mm. there's a Dalek and the proportions are all really weird. The top is like a lot wider than the base. Maybe he's been having the Yeah, but then the declares. Dalek turns round and it's normal. So I don't know what that was that was going there. One of the big things that stood out as a bit I don't want to say tacky, but I've got to say it, really. Say it. In episode two, when we first see the manor house, there's a pan. The camera pans from the front of the house Mm. right round to the side (laughs) and then sort of goes through the door. Nice. It, yeah, it... Did they do that... Did they do that? No. Did they film that? Well, well, no, probably not. They would have just been a little establisher of the... Exactly, so yeah. why Why? why I think that? the problem is, for me, especially with this animation, not so much with uh, a few of the others, the animation, the, the techniques that have become more available to be able to animate this sort of stuff, mm. it's got a lot easier to do it. And cheaper. And cheaper. So when you get it, when this was released and you watch it, it's fine, it's good, hmm. but it just sort of feels as if this is like the rough edit. Do you know what I mean? I don't mean do that do in it a again, harsh or? way. I don't mean that in a sort of, in a horrible way. Hmm. It's, it sounds like that, but it, it doesn't. It just seems... Uh, 
the animation style is just a I bit, hate it. It's it's, it's an ugly odd choice. It's really ugly. Now I think Moonbase was the worst animation I've seen. Moonbase isn't is all right, I think. I prefer Moonbase to this, I think. Wow. I think I do. Right. But the Daleks look great in this. They do. It's Rob Ritchie. Well, hang on. Twitter who did the Daleks. That shot you just you you commented on, you brought up. Mm. Uh, Establishing. Yes. Establishing (laughs) shot of the house as it goes round. So that's not faithful to what would have actually happened. We don't really know because it's missing. They wouldn't have done that. No, it wouldn't have done that. And but, we wouldn't have had a massive amount of Daleks at the end. No, I think they had f- six. And it wouldn't have been a massive sell at that. And I'm, I'm, yeah, it was. You can actually watch that bit. That bit does survive, you know, the, the right. fight at the end. I'll give them that then. But what uh, about the big massive Dalek? Yeah, that, that was... That was as yeah, big yeah. as we yeah. saw. Yeah, huge prop. Really? Yeah. Where's that now? Bits. <laughs> Take it down. Yeah, that's it now. Get it gone. Well, anyway, I want to get the. I want to ask someone who's asking for these animations to be made. Like, why? What's your reasoning? Not you, but whoever wants these animations, because it's not that faithful to the source material. I think a lot of them are, are done from the camera scripts. Right. So a lot of the interior scenes right. are quite faithful. Well, can I go back on that? Go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're pretty faithful to the source material. But they take a bit of licence, I think, don't they? Liberty. A few liberties. Creative liberties. No. No? We talked about this. If uh, they they reenacted the whole story Mm. for it to be new. Do you know what I mean? Like an old story brought to life again with live-action actors and stuff like that. I think Keith I'd prefer say that. said that as well. Keith say says lots of things. Yeah, and he's most of the time right. Yeah, yeah. It was when we did the "What would you do as a showrunner?" episode. Yeah, I think that's oh, what yeah. Keith said. Fully, I fully agree. I'd rather that than these animations because they just they get so dated as well. I don't want to see this animation ever again. It's ugly, <laughs> ugly. Well. One of the issues that I think a few people have had with this as well, the black and white version and the colour version, yeah, they're the same, obviously. Yeah. They're the same. Yeah, thing. well, is the colour version, does that include uh, the surviving episode, episode two? Is that colour? Uh, no, it isn't in colour, no. I was going to say, I don't know no. why that would be in colour. So, the black and white version is in the 4 by 9 Is that... I don't 4 by 3 Is it 4 by 3 And then the... Is it four by three? Yeah, I don't know what the number hey. is. And then the hey Siri, it doesn't matter. We, they know hey, what we Siri. mean. Oh god! Hey Siri, what is four by three aspect ratio? It's twelve. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Thanks, Siri. Um, so yeah, the black and white one is in four by three, and then the color one is in sixteen by nine. Is that right? I haven't seen the color one. Well. It, Colour one's widescreen. Yeah. The black and white one is as Doctor Who is a square. Mm. You know, sort of in the middle of the screen. The black and white one obviously has been grained to look black and white and has had a sort of, what do you call it? 
It is four by three. Four by it's three. almost a square, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the it's had like a graining quality, as if it's sort of an old like film thing yeah. layer added on it. Yeah. So it's a bit grainy. But a lot of people have been complaining that the black and white version is just a cropped version of the uh, widescreen. I mean, same as Zack Snyder's Justice League, I guess. So, but there's certain points where, like, the Doctor is speaking, but, like, you can only see that much of his face. Yeah. Because it, it is just a cropped version of the widescreen one. Right. Um, I haven't watched the black and white version. I've only watched the colour. It's all right. Is it okay? I, I guess. Yeah. I, th- I think it would probably work better in black and white than it, it does in colour. Well, I was listening to another podcast on my way here, yeah. and they were talking about this, and they said that it seems to be purists watch black and white ones, and if you go on Twitter and spout that you, you prefer the colour version, you'll get shot down for being a... Yeah. I don't know. I just think... I don't know. Anyway. Watch what you want. If you bought it, watch what you want. Yeah. I did notice as well, whenever we're in the manor house, I don't know whether if it's... A, we're in the shop as well, in the antique shop. There's like a snow effect. Did you notice this? I didn't. Re- the first time I watched I, this, I didn't I, spot I, it. I saw dust. There's a lot That's of uh, like particles. To, yeah, like there uh, through uh, sh- uh, light rays. It's very going weird. Through windows and stuff. Like sort of. It's always there as well. It's little particles, isn't it? it? It can work sometimes. Again, I don't think it worked in this though. I think I just don't like these animations. The thing is, we're doing stuff like that. Is like that should be the thing you think of after you've way way it. down the. <laughs> it sounds horrible, doesn't it? As if we're sort of saying it's not worth it. it I'd, is worth I'd say it. it's not worth it. <coughs> it's listen to the audio, and you can make whatever episode you want in your head. Yeah, I suppose. Until we got that live recording, the actual recording. Well, we'll get back to that. Let me make a note of that because I'd like to discuss that with you. I just never understood these animations. I don't agree with them. I don't like them. It, it seems just out of place. Not official enough mm. for me. Yeah. I'd rather not have it. It's lost. Forget about it. It's gone. Well, there's a... Live there's and a, let die. Yeah. I do enjoy the audio, the soundtracks. There's a few moments in this animation as well where there's a sound, but there's nothing animated for it. And I, I completely understand that from just the audio... You're trying to work out what sound effect fits what hmm. thing because there's no right way of really knowing. It's like stuff a, like that they've done really well, yeah. like matching the sounds to the actions. There are a few moments though where there's random sounds and nothing happens. Yeah, when like standing still. Yeah, there's a point in Scarrow on Scarrow, sorry, when Victoria and Kemmel are in the little cell hmm. and the door slides shut, and then there's a sound effect. But nothing happens. And it's quite obviously a sound effect. It's not like somebody dropping hmm. something. And I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, and the sound... Um, the doctor in the soundtrack, Mark Ayres, has done a great job of restoring the audio. Because the audio is crystal clear. There's hmm. a few points, probably only a couple actually, where you hear the hiss creep back in. Hmm. Because I think... It's probably that there's somebody who's a bit off sh- off the mic, mm. and they've had to like bring the gain up a little bit to sort of bring them to make it flat. Mm-hmm. So it's brought the hiss up with it, but it's nothing major. But personally, I think the invasion animation still works better for me. I think the invasion one is great. 
So you... Is that the one with the second Doctor again? Yeah. And it's with the, the nasty that man. That Cyberman. Yeah. The nasty man? Yeah. Packer! It's a great episode, that. Yeah. Yeah, that animation's the one. The animation's good for that one. Yeah, to be fair, I forgot about Solid. that Solid. Yeah. It yeah, is I remember really the... good, actually. Uh, even Moonbase, I mean, they just used... I think the yeah it, had, they it know was just what more stylistic. Got. I they, think yeah, I remember they, with Moonbase they had like um, the Cybermen like half their face and like darkness and stuff like that. Yeah, just so you can like screenshot it and have it as wallpaper or something. Yeah, well, it wasn't very stylistic. This I think the it's very to the point. I think Fury from the Deep is quite good from what I remember. That's another animation, but it is what it is. How many missing episodes do you reckon we're going to get back? Do you reckon we're going to get any more? I don't that's it. We'll get more. I don't think we will. They said that years ago. I just think too much time's passed now. I think we might get a couple well, of individual it, yeah, episodes. Yeah, if, if it goes on anymore, film degrades. Yeah. It won't last very long. I think... I reckon my prediction, yep. in the next five years, mm-hmm. we'll get... Three. I was going to say three, but I think that's a bit ambitious. I, I, we'll get three. We'll get three individual episodes or three stories? Three individual episodes. Yeah. I think I don't think we're going to fill... We're not going to complete anything anymore. No. May as well give up now. Yeah. And I reckon it's probably... We have the audio recordings for everything, though, don't we? Everything, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And tally snaps for most things. So... Have you ever seen the uh, reenactments or recreations with the actors that they've done for some episode? I know there's they, one on Heart and all. Yeah, they, they've only done it for that. They've done it for Mission to the Unknown. Oh, because, only that one? Yeah, because it, it was a university. I want to say University of Lancaster? Kent. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So It's something. It's obviously a university. Um, I watched it, and it was good. Um yeah, it's good. Right. I, I don't know what else to really say about it, really. It is it is what it is. The Mission to the Unknown is a story that doesn't have the Doctor and companions in. So it's probably like the safest bet to test out something like that as well. Hmm. So like, if, the, if it ever came to the point where they're like, should we just attempt to recreate in a whole story? That's probably the best bet to start with, something like that. Why? Because the Doctor and Co aren't in it. So it's like... You oh, really? Somebody. Yeah. They're the whole in. story? It's only one episode. Oh. Yeah. What's it called? Mission to the Unknown. Huh. It's sort of the, the prequel to the Dalek master plan. So... Speaking of Daleks... Yeah. Why are the Daleks in this? It should be Cybermen, right? Mm, I get what you mean. As in because of the sort of the fact, the human factor thing. Yeah, it seems a lot yeah, more cybermen I suppose. This was this story was supposed to be the final time was. that we see the Daleks. It was. Uh, would you like a little bit of a fact paragraph about that? No. No. <laughs> All right then. Um, yeah. It was, it was oh, you're to not going to read it out. Oh, you want me to read it out now? So written by. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Written by former Doctor Who script editor David Whittaker, the evil of the Daleks was... Is he related to... Maybe somewhere down the line. Uh, The evil of the Daleks was initially intended to be the last Dalek story on Doctor Who. 
writer Terry Nation, the creator of the Daleks, was busy, busily writer of the Daleks. No, writer, writer, Ter- da- writer Terry Nation, the creator of the Daleks, was busily trying to sell the Daleks to American television at the time to, to produce a spin off series featuring them. To facilitate the sale and a possible sale of an American Daleks TV series to ITV, Nation requested that the BBC relinquish the rights to the Daleks and cease using them. Accordingly, the BBC intended to give them up, uh, give them a big send-off from the series. Of course, despite the Doctor's uh, pronouncement, this was not to be his last encounter with the most famous of his adversaries. In addition, despite the intention to kill off the Daleks. Enos Lloyd was told at the last moment before filming the final scene not to. He did this by inserting a light bulb, like a big uh, floodlight, inside one of the wrecked Daleks in the Emperor Daleks' chamber. The light glowed, suggesting that there was something remaining alive. So, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Heads up without them. Do you think there's anything new they could do with the Daleks before we sort of... No. Do you think they sort of no. outlived what they can do? No. Daleks in Manhattan. God. It's the same story. Well, I suppose there is sort of the human factor is in the Dalek. Oh. I didn't, I He's didn't hit the nail it. on the head, I, people. I, I didn't write it. I I didn't write it. Do you remember that episode? Have we reviewed it yet? We no, haven't. Oh my god! I can't wait. God, what's that girl? The girl in it? Oh, the the flapper. <laughs> the yeah. flapper. Oh god! What's the boy's name in it? The boy's played by someone famous, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, Spider Man, isn't it? Andrew Garfield yeah. it is, and a and a slapper. No flapper. What's it? not slapper? Oh, what's slapper. Slapper's a. A hooker. Who is it? (laughs) (laughs) She's not a slapper. She's a flapper. She's a... (laughs) She's a dirty, dirty... (laughs) A dirty, dirty... She's a dirty, dirty... So anyway, back to Evil of the Daleks. I think there's a feel thing with a lot of the older Dalek stories, particularly the ones in black and white. I think the best Dalek stories, other than Planet of the Daleks, which is the best Doctor Who story ever, is number one. It just is. Have I seen that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Must be then. Must be good. You know the one with Wester, when we did the Wester song? Yeah. That one. Best Doctor Who story ever. mm. It is. Number one. Anyway. Hmm. The Dalek stories mostly were... I remember it very well. Do you? When they have to break into the city. Yes. The oh. ice cano. And they have to grapple up to the the top again. On the on the balloon. On the balloon. I remember. Yeah. Awful. Oh, it's good. It's so good. Mm. Uh, the Daleks work best for me in black and white. Right. I don't know what it is. But Daleks think- work best... Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is, but I think there's something about it being filmed in black and white that just makes them really work. It might also be that as the stories progress into the colour era, that more and more stuff starts happening with the Daleks and the mystery sort of goes a little bit. I think they work so well 
as a villain and the mystery stuff of what like really drives them as in not what what's driving them as in a cat as in what emotionally drives them they don't have emotions well they do they do have emotions but they're sort of heightened nullified yeah Um, you know what I compare Daleks and the Doctor like Batman and the Joker do you I do I'll just lean back for this but yeah because they've been around for you know a long time you can't have one without the other you can't. Every writer on the show seems to think that, so. Am I wrong? No. So it makes. You think by this point, you get it's getting tired now. I don't want to see the Daleks anymore. And you'd be quite right. However, the witch. The witch. Not the witch finders. <laughs> no Daleks in there. <laughs> The Witch is Familiar. That's the one. That's how you make a modern day uh, Dalek episode. And the episode Dalek. Uh, yeah. Things that just... I don't know what. They must just drill in the fact that Daleks are psychoph- psycho- psychopathic. Well, I've written something a little bit earlier, later on for about the reveal of the Emperor Dalek. Well, I haven't finished. Oh, go on. Where Daleks in Manhattan goes terribly wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> the Daleks turn into Cybermen. Mm. And Cybermen are the most boring monsters you could find. See, I think the Cybermen are probably my favourite monster. I love the idea of them. It's, yeah. They're fantastic, but f*** me, they're boring to watch. Yeah. Oh, in New Who, they're terrible, but in Old Who, they're still pretty bad. Me, really? Oh, God. They just all walk the same way. They're, they're very boring to watch. But Daleks, I like them. Because, you, know, you, know, you know... They do work. They do work. They do work. And they're such an iconic design. I was they thinking are. that when we were watching the animation for this. Mm. The design of the Dalek is so... It's perfect. And I... I've never been a fan of the gold, the new oh, version of the Dalek. I like all versions of Daleks, you know? I think this version is probably one of the best. The, you know, the silvery... It was black and white. Yeah, but have you ever seen colour shots of no. them? No. I'll, I'll show you some pictures. The silvery version of the Dalek is great. Mm. And I do like the gunmetal one that we get from sort of... Uh, is it De- um, Day of the Daleks onwards or is it Not Till Planet? I can't remember. The sort of... The colour that's on the target book there. That one, that sort of gunmetal grey colour. Mm. I think it, it works really well. Mm. Oh, I, the sort of Genesis colour. Um, yeah, I think it works really well. They're just such an iconic design, and it works so well, so so well. Very strange as well. Yeah, very well, it, strange design. Yeah. So, well, the but, the, the brief was for it to sort of be like a ta- a one man tank. And it is. It, it it just is. That's what it is. But how can we improve? Let's make them human and have little mm. dildos coming from their chin. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, we have <laughs> seen... Yeah, oh, God. What's his name? 
Da, Dalek, no, what's his name? Is it Dalek Sec? Yes, it or is. Or is it Dalek Khan? No, Khan's oh. the one that goes mad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he was AWOL, like... It's... I think it's Sec. I think it's Sec, yeah. Little willies on his, his face were a terrible, horrible design. <laughs> That's a good impression. Yeah, like a lobster. Awful. Yeah, it's an odd choice. But uh, what they've done is they've basically just taken the mutant thing hmm. and put eyes on it. The mutant's a new who thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, not really. Oh. We have seen it in old who. We saw it in this cartoon when they got exploded. Yeah. And I looked at it and thought, uh, well, uh, it's, were it's, they there? It sort of looked like that all the way through, except for like in the original in the the original Dalek story. Hmm. Uh, where it was just sort of a, it was a monkey hand, genuinely was right. a monkey hand. But every time that we've sort of seen the mutanty sort of thing after that, uh, it's been a variation of sort of what it is now without the eye. Well, I think a tentacly blob. Isn't it really, really impressive how the the design of the Dalek hasn't really changed much all these years? It hasn't. It's got a bit chunkier, a bit. Well, he doesn't have to, you know. Yeah, but look, the, new, the new Who version of the Dalek is a chunkier design, isn't it? It's a bit. Mm. It's a more of a, um, a heavy duty version of a Dalek, mm. isn't it? It's a big bumper, and it's just a bit more rivety. Just a, a chunky version of the Dalek. Yeah. When they did uh, Revolution, the Christmas uh, New Year's special. Yeah. You haven't seen that yet, have you? I'm two episodes away. Two episodes away. Whoopee. Um, Isn't that good? That, well, that redesign of the Dalek, I remember when the oh, first... redesign a Dalek in it? Yeah. Ooh. The, you've seen it, where the Dalek comes out of the fog. Oh. That's well, great. I remember when, when that, um, somebody took a photo of that prop, yeah. sat there, like on the side of a street when it was, they were filming, somebody just took a photo of it. And Twitter went mad saying that, that it's a horrible design. Oh, f*** off. I, they, I, I can't believe they said that about Matt, Matt Smith's one, you know, World War II. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that looks great. They look awesome. Yeah. I love them. But when I did see that redesign, I thought it was... I didn't like it, really. Mm. And the moment I saw it on the screen, I was like, this is great. <laughs> it just looks great. And I, I, I much prefer it to the gold Dalek. But the problem is, is that New Who now has cemented that gold Dalek as what a Dalek looks like. Yeah. It, that, that is it now. They just look like that. A gold Dalek. They've got to change it up somehow. And they have. I think. Just, they always... It's like every time they step out of the that bronze-looking Dalek, mm. it's only a test to see if they can get away with it. Yeah. And they know they can't, so they have to go right back. I, th- I think they missed a trick with the Dalek redesign, making it gold. They were proper redesigns, weren't they? All it, the colours. Yeah. I think they should have gone for sort of a dull silver, like a faded steel. Mm. I think that would look great. Yeah. They could have kept exactly the proportions that they've done it with. I think the gold is just a bit of a mistake. Big. Because it always used to be that the gold Dalek was like a more important one. Yeah. But now the gold one is just the runt. And like the black Dalek is the important one or the red Dalek. Or... I mean, that's in this as well, though. Yeah, the the black the black Dalek is the black domed Dalek yeah. is the sort of more important one. Yeah, but I think like imagine now having a gold Dalek as being the one that's like the important one. I think that would be great. But we're getting away from the story now. 
but this story has a lot of inspirations in New Who. No, New Who takes a lot of inspirations from Powder. No, New Who really? takes a lot of inspiration from this story, which is Evil of the Daleks. Yes, it, yeah, I think it does. You've got the big, big <clears throat> the Dalek, the Emperor, the Emperor who can't move, yeah. like in the first series of New Who. Passing of the ways. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Parting of the ways. Yeah, that's about it, really. And there you go. No, you, you got Daleks in Manhattan. Yeah, or just that story of. I mean, I think even spiders at the Cyberman, maybe to an extent. Yeah, because they're all about taking what humans have and putting it into their own. Yeah, we're old Cybermen. We never really wanted that, did they? They just wanted to convert everyone into a Cyberman. Yeah, they were just trying to survive, really. Yeah. I think that's, you know, they sort of... Uh, when you start thinking about it, it's such a great idea, but it never really gets executed well. Never. That the sort of... The Cybermen ultimately, and sort of a bit selfishly, think that they're helping everybody because they want you to mm. survive. They they don't... And the Darks get stuff like those episodes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Those one-on-ones. Not even a one-on-one, you don't. You just need to really explore their... Their reason for being. Yeah. And then their motives. See, I think... Like uh, in when Davros has a sit-down chat with Capaldi. Such a great scene. Lovely. It's so... I really thought it would end with, like, Davros is actually all right, you know. He's all right, you know. He's He's not... He's a... Back to my first point of um, the feel of the Dalek stories. I think we've lost some of the mystery of villains and... uh, and with the Doctor, really, I think, mm. in New Who. Do you think? Yeah, I just watched one yesterday with Jodie in it. And it's a couple of Oh, the... God, sorry. It's, it wasn't that bad, but, I mean, it's, it's all mystery there. Sort of. Turns out it's not the robots who are the bad guys, it's the... Oh, no, I mean, sort of, not in a sort of, I think in a more generalised way, where I understand that you can't keep people wondering about stuff forever, but huge revelations seem to be like the order of the day with New Who now, where it's sort of, we're going to build and build and build and build and build, and then, like they have with The Timeless Child, rightly or wrongly, I I think that story's great, but now it's sort of, well, the Doctor's not just a Time Lord, they're actually the start of the Time Lords, and da-da-da-da-da, I won't go into it too much because you haven't watched it. All right. But... It's just huge revelations of stuff that sort of... A bit of mystery doesn't hurt. I think it helps. Because hmm. I think you sort of, if you unload... The Doctor was always to think about... Well, I think of it... From the think, very start. I think of it like a sort of... Here's a music analogy. Simon from Strangers in Space might like this one. I think of it like... Like a good solo. The thing you don't want to do is just unload all of your ammunition straight away. And I think New Who, and Old Who probably as well, as can be you know accused of this, yeah. where they just use all of these ideas. Like somebody has an idea for like the Timeless Child, say. I'm not giving that as like the example, but just sort of the idea. Here's this thing. Take that. Rather than sort of just meander about a bit and build to something like that, if you're going to do it... Or, I'd say don't do it. What's wrong with a good story? You know, it's like some songs can be accused of it when 
in reality, what's wrong with a good tune? It's like, have you got to do all that? Like, what's wrong with just a good tune? And I think that's a problem with Doctor Who now as well, is that what's wrong with just a good story? Have we got to have all of these huge revelations, or can we just have fun and do stuff that, you know, just keeps people entertained? But they reserve them for, like, the penultimate end, though. Yeah, but it's like... It, it, I think that's only because... Jodie's is... <clears throat> Jodie's era feels more like classic Who than any other series in the Who. Yeah, I agree. Each story that goes by, I'm like... You don't learn anything but I about think any good. of the characters. I think that's good. It does change in a second series. I, yeah, I hope so. But um, the, I, could, I, I could skip a, three episodes and... I do, yeah. I wouldn't I, miss anything. It's a bit easier to just dip in yeah. with Jodie's. As it is with classic. I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. Well, I mean, character development always is a nice thing. It is there. But it is there. I think if you pick if you pick any season of Doctor Who, yeah. there is character development over the series. Yeah. But the individual serials of story, yeah. they're so easy to dip in on. Because I don't think mm. any of and the I think episodes... that's what will change fl- with Flux. Flux will... Oh, yeah. It will definitely go more into the vein of sort of... This is a. It's a show. Yeah. It's a yeah. contemporary show. Part one. Yeah. Is this thing? You, you need know? to watch every episode. Yeah. Otherwise, you're lost. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't really had that problem with old Who, where you've sort of watched a story and been like, I, I have no idea what's going on. It here. usually when that does happen, it's only for the first five minutes. Yeah, it's quite. It's like, e- how did the doctor yeah. get here? I don't know. Doesn't really matter now. He's here. Yeah. Well, like you said at the start of this one with the airport, like yeah. we're just at the airport, are we? Yeah. But that's only because that's where the last story left us. It doesn't really have anything to do with the impact of the story. You could just assume they've landed on an airport and it's been taken away Mm -hmm. because they've landed on an airport and you wouldn't let a police box just be at the middle of Gatwick. So, I love the antiques element of the story. I think that's a really strong... The mystery of that at the beginning of... These antiques are all originals, so where are they coming from? I think that's great. I'm not sure why, but I think that's great. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Antiques? Yeah, the antique shop. No. <laughs> <laughs> episode one and episode two? No. No. That was the little bar they were at. Yeah, and, and then they meet them at the antique shop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where the TARDIS goes <laughs> to Waterfield's antique shop. No. no. Now, another criticism that I've seen, of the, no, I can't say it, criticism of this story that I've seen hmm. is in uh, Maxible and Waterfield's lab where they've got the wooden Dalek thing, where they've got the wooden Dalek thing, there's the Dalek that comes in all the time whenever anybody's arguing or fighting seems to be just this thing that comes in to advance the plot. Like, mm. do you remember in the when we watched the arc with the monoids and they go... Uh, the, the They leave... <laughs> And then the Doctor comes back like a thousand years later, isn't it, or something, yeah. and the Monoids have taken over. It's pretty good, yeah, that, wasn't it? I like it? the story. 
and there's a monoid that just tells everybody what is about to happen to yeah. sort of make the plot go forward because monoid. otherwise it doesn't do anything. Yeah. The Dalek is a lot like that. Like, mm. you need to do this thing now so that the next scene can happen. Mm. Is that all right? Yeah. All right, okay. It's almost like uh, the psychic paper in New Year. It's just a... It's a device. It's to get there quickly, isn't yeah, it? It's just and it works. Device. Now... It doesn't take away too much from the story. If anything, no, it's just there. It's it's just quite noticeable that it's it's a push. It is just a story pusher. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, with a lot of early, or not a lot of it, it only happens a couple of times, really. But unfortunately, with some early classic Who, you get they cast a black actor to play the part of a mute or a strong man, kind of like Lenny from Mice and Men. Yeah, you know, to sort of be the low intellect yeah. character, which is really unfortunate. And in more ways than one, really, because the character doesn't really need to be there either. He doesn't speak. Well, no, but like Toberman in Tomb of the Cybermen, oh. he, which is another example of this, isn't it? And it's awfully embarrassing. Where it's just that character, there is no need for the character to be cast that way do you know what I mean it's just yeah. it's it, it's horrible to watch it back Toberman probably more so it's hard to say really but Toberman gets in I think it's, it's different because it's uh, live action Toberman yeah well there's a dissonance there yeah Kemmel I'm assuming is supposed to be Egyptian I think Something like that. He's sort of Arabic, isn't he? Arabic origin. But there's just no need for him, really. He's just there to sort of be the sort of... For Victoria to feel sorry for him and people to feel sorry for him. To bend the pipe for no reason. Well, I love that bit. You know when he bends the pipe and yeah. you see the sweat dripping? The sound effect makes it look like he farts before the rod bends. <laughs> brilliant everybody go back and watch that bit where he bends the rod he's like that <laughs> it's great it's great um now with this in regards to the story i think we spend a little bit too much time in the house in it's the, ma- in the mansion. four episodes isn't it yeah Just really i don't know whether it's because Obviously, I knew this because I sort of know the story beforehand, but you wouldn't. I know that we're going to Scarrow. So it's sort of always a bit, come on, because mm. I just want to get there. And it it sort of feels a little bit like filler, but it's not bad filler. It's just you know there's something bigger coming. So, so I was blind to this. Yeah. So I didn't really feel that. I heard people say the end is rushed as well. Uh, I'd agree. I wouldn't agree. We'll get. You had a whole episode dedicated just to the end. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get to the end. Did you notice as well when Jamie and Kimmel, uh, Kimmel, Jim, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jamie Kim and Kibble, Kibble, uh, Officer Dibble, Jamie and Kemmel destroy the Dalek just by pushing it into the fireplace. Great. I'm sure it would be a little bit different in reality of what it was like. Because it just hits the fireplace, it just goes. Boof. That's all it takes. They're very easy, very easy to destroy. 
now. Mm. Probably the one bit that I struggle with with this story is the Dizzy Daleks bit. Wouldn't they supposed to have a sing-song or something? I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if that was an idea. Now... Dizzy Daleks. Dizzy? Oh, yeah. I used to cringe a little bit of this bit when I listened to it. Wince. audio. Yeah. Oof. It's not so bad... I'd rather it wasn't in there because I don't think it really makes sense. It, well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just like why would they? Why would they do See, that? See, I really, I'm really not by things like this. It's just, it's old too. It just, it comes, it comes in strides. It's. Oh. I really don't care for it. Like it's it just, it's funny. Yeah, it's I just like to it. show that they're more human now, isn't it? Uh, does it work? <laughs> sort of. I think they could probably do it with dialogue more than having them. Have a roundabout, like they're taking me for a ride. Uh, yeah, but they they got the minds of children. trains, trains. They got the minds of children at this yeah, point. Yeah, I suppose only yeah. for a few hours though. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I I would love personally, Chibnall, if you listen, or Russell, sorry, Chibnall, you, your time's up. Uh, I'd love for one of those the human Daleks to be brought back as a sort of rogue, like survivor of this story. Like the one of the human Daleks to be brought back. Well, Alpha, Beta, and Omega, aren't they? Mm. The three. Omega. Omega. It's not a watch. It's Omega. Omega. You say Omega, I say Omega. You say tomato, I say tomato. You say potato, I say potato. Tatus. I think that could be quite a nice thing to bring back. Omega. Well... What would bring him back? One of those human Daleks. You can do because one of them lived at the end. Yeah. Well, in the animation, not in the in the original. We'll, oh. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. The Scarrow stuff. Yes, I'd like. I I want more things from old to really come back into new. Yeah, I, yeah. I want I've them always to tie that. that. Either do a full on reboot and have nothing to do with the old show, or just commit to having to. To having the show live alongside the old one and share that canon, mm. bring it back, come on, ring it in. Because they never really push it that much, apart from like 50th special and stuff like that. I think they're very aware... Do you only just say, mm, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right? I, th- I think they're very aware that a lot of their audience now yeah. has does not have an interest in Classic Who. No. It doesn't. As I'm much not, as that no. people will go, yeah, but we do. Yeah, we do. But probably seventy percent of their audience, maybe. I, I I wouldn't like to take a guess. I'd probably say that seventy percent of the audience that watches Doctor Who now don't watch classic Who. Do you reckon old fans bottleneck new Who, or is it the other way around? In what sense? Hmm. Expand. <laughs> so, hmm. say the fiftieth. Yes. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, say the 50th. Yeah. You could have had a riveting story. Uh-huh. We got the Zygons. Zygons. Right. <laughs> so that must be classic who coming back. Well, they're just sort of bringing a villain, aren't they? It I, has to be them. Where if they just thought, <laughs> the old fans, let's just do what we want to do. I don't even think it's a... I don't think it is a sort of fan service thing. I just think it's... Well, Moffat wanted those Zygons. Yeah. It's probably... Yeah, it's probably just because it was his favourite monster or something, probably. From when he watched it. Thanks. I don't think 
I don't think either hurts the other. Hmm. So I don't think who knew who hurts old who and old who knew hurts new who. Jesus. <laughs> I need to lie down. <laughs> I think uh, I'm Lie out. down. <laughs> I'm out. I think they just sort of they do live alongside each other, but I would like to see a bit more of classic who brought into new who. But it is quite hard to do it in a way for the casual viewer to have any idea what's going on. So, like, I love the idea of having having Alpha, Beta, or Omega Dalek brought back in. Yeah. But nobody would have any idea who that Dalek is without having a huge info dump right in the middle of it. I suppose that's why you just need those little hints, don't you? I mean, all you need really is little... I could do it. I could come on the set right now. I could go on to the set right now. Just draw a little over. A little, a little ah, little ah. Yeah. The the base of the Dalek. It'd be there a lovely go. touch. Even th- it, things like that, you know, like um, was it Asylum of the Daleks? Maybe, and definitely in the Witches Familiar, um, that one. Uh, they had like the special weapons Dalek, and there was a sixties yeah. Dalek, and you know, hmm. I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think it's great. Because it, it it serves the old fans as well and gives the new fans to sort of like, look at that weird Dalek. Or yeah. look at that, da, da. It works really well. It makes people feel heard. Yeah. It ticks it ticks the boxes of sort of being, being good. I'd rather them just have teasers than a full-on story dedicated to an old Who, like a classic Who story. Yeah, I think, yeah, teasers do work well. I'd rather have just teasers. Yeah, probably. It's hard to know because we sort of. Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's hard to know because we've sort of we've only had little teasers, so it's sort of like, could you have a bit of a bigger one and see yeah. how that works? Or... And the series has gone on that long now. The new Who seasons. Yeah. No, the new Who series has gone on for that long where they're, they're referencing themselves now. Yeah. So episode I just watched, I think it was Kablam. Uh, Jody says well, she gets in an elevator. A lift to uh, everybody else over here. All right. You cater to the... Um, she says, I ought to tell you about... I don't think she said... This is a proper <laughs> quote, but she basically says, I ought to tell you guys about that one time when I uh, met Agatha Christie and there was a wasp. Oh, the unicorn and the wasp. Yeah, I think because they were talking about a wasp. It, nothing to do with the story, just someone mentioned the wasp. It's like, oh yeah, I should tell you about the time I. That's nice. Yeah, I I I do like stuff like that. Yeah, but nods, 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 nods. I do like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do, I'm, I'm fun of nods. <laughs> quite partial actually. Uh, quite partial <laughs> too. <coughs> so yeah, deep top top, deep top top, soccer bushies. <laughs> so then we go to Scarrow. Or. Scarrow. Or Scarrow, yeah. as uh, Dan will now say. Who's Dan? Doctor, are we going to Scarrow or what? No, that was terrible. Uh, is Dan the new character? Uh, uh, John Barrowman. No. 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 <laughs> John Bishop. John Bishop. We've got a whole episode so far without that man's name being mentioned. Barrowman. Hi, I'm John Barrowman. Hi. I'm John. And you're listening to WCCY. Oh, God. And I endorse this message. Let's get him a cameo. 
Hi, this is John Barrowman. Do you reckon we can get a camera? And you're listening to WCC. so funny. Can we do it? No, never. I bet We're he not charges thousands. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you know who I am? Eighty-five quid a word. A word. <laughs> Hi. So that's it. So we can afford. We so then we go to Scaro. Mm. I think the set design. I think for- the one word I'd get him to say would be. Really. That's hit that one yeah. that's the one so we go to Scarrow we're off I love the set design for all of that stuff on Scarrow I think it's gorgeous how do you get to Scarrow do you know what I'm not they uh, mm, through the the time corridor co- corridor the time corridor bit mm. that's how they got there isn't it and with the little transmittery thing I don't know yeah just before they blew the house up. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the girl in this? Victoria. She doesn't do anything. Not really. She doesn't really do anything anyway. She's got a massive head in this animation as well. You know and when Jamie they transition like from Jamie the painting yeah. to her head? Yeah. Her head's huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. Um, I like that in the Dalek City, when we saw it from outside... Yeah. There's a story called Remembrance of the Daleks. Oh. And there's an Emperor Dalek in that. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And the design of the Emperor Dalek in that is represented in the city. It's I like thought the they, top of Yeah, the, I thought they kind of looked like... Um, I haven't seen that, but I thought they kind of looked yeah. like Daleks. It's, it's great. Um, uh, Troughton... Going back to the animation. Yeah, Troughton doesn't look like Troughton. Jamie doesn't look like Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want any reference photos, guys? Or are you all right? No, I think we'll be all right, to be honest. Ah, it's a, oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a little fella with black hair. The <laughs> <laughs> little... You're not a Scottish lad. Um, big nose or little nose? Which one of these do you reckon looks most like him? A, B or C? Well, I think C's quite similar. All right. That's the one. <laughs> but it could do with just being a little bit... No, chuck a kilt on him. No, they don't know. No, we'll know. How big do you want the sporran? <laughs> sporran. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's some nice touches in this as well. There's a Dalek that's on patrol outside the city. So, what's a sporran? A sporran is like the a little bag, isn't it? That's on the. Oh, the God, kilt. Yeah. yeah. Do you know when you forget about things until someone says, oh, yeah. What's that bag for? What's it for? Yeah. Meat. Just keep your fucking meat in there, isn't it? I just keep my portable meats. Portable meats? Yeah, pepper army. So, there's a Dalek that's on patrol outside. Salami. Salami. <laughs> there's a Dalek that's on patrol outside. And the eye stalk is a torch. Did you notice that? No. I Good was, idea, though. I thought it was great. Mm. I love little things like that. Yeah. Well, you know. And the irises are great in this as well. The eye that's sort of... I think all the light is, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the I think all I think all the lighting's really good in this. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> I think the lighting is pretty I do, I think I like the lighting in this. Yeah. Like Especially Scarra. High dynamic. <laughs> What's that? Just get my ear out. 
HDR. It's not support with this Blu-ray. However, <laughs> it's got a big gamut, hasn't it? The palette's huge. Huge. <laughs> it's black and white, but it's huge. The palette is absolutely in. Is vast. It's vast. The peak brightness from the, the lamps in the mansion. Yeah. It really shines on all the characters. Mm. Adds a depth to the scene. Added in with those little dust particles that don't look very good, but they're there anyway. Mm. I think uh, things like that do stand out. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I think it's the only part of the animation I did like. Mm. And Troughton's brother's in it, apparently. <laughs> he plays the doctor. <laughs> it's stepbrother. We couldn't afford Patrick, so we've got... <laughs> so he had to get the likeness of his brother. <laughs> I think the interior city stuff on Scarrow made me very depressed, knowing that we'll probably never get to see what that stuff really looks like. Never say never. They didn't have telegraphs or whatever it is. There's a few telesnaps, yeah, I think so. I've never really looked, to be honest, for this one. Right, I'm, so... I'm pretty sure it's got it, but... The telesnaps only go so far, don't they? Have sort of You just want to see it. Yeah. And it's just a picture, you know. I just want to see the real thing. But you will never see the real thing. I, I doubt you this one will come back. Then. Oh, you want to see the video? Yeah, well, right. I just want to see the original. I reckon it'll come back. Why is it so loved? Do you love it? We'll get to the final thoughts of this, but okay. yeah, it's a classic. It is a, a, a missing classic. When was it found? It, it hasn't been found. No. When was it? Uh, when was it animated? Yeah. Uh, this is the most recent one, so this came. Out no, this I, year. I do know that. Yeah. But before this, it was just telly snaps and yeah, yeah just audio and right. yeah. Now the reveal of the Emperor Dalek. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I thought it was brilliant. I, can't, I, was, I was busy at this point. I was editing stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the most important bit that everybody remembers. I'm out. <laughs> I was busy. Um, it was good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very oh, yeah. impactful. You really got the size of him. <laughs> yeah, he, he was very... Dalek-y. Grandiose. <laughs> you really big. big. <laughs> What's that word when I see you? Big. Though <laughs> no, I like this voice. Yeah. His voice is awesome. Yeah. I uh, think the design's I had to turn it up by ten notches wow. on my um on my system. Because I wanted that voice to Boom. Mm, the depth reverberate through my sofa. Depth. Yeah. Really, so, really cool. Yeah, it's, it's great. I've always loved that sort of medical feel of stuff. So, like, the Emperor wired up. Davros in The Magician's Apprentice, you know, when he's all, like, wired up and you've got yeah. all those pipes. And even, like, John Lumick in... What is that story called? Age of Steel? Rise of the Cybermen? Yes, yeah. Where, there's, like, the cyber leader's wired in. Yeah. I think there's something about that sort of vulnerable power... Of villains because it's all up here, it's all cognitive. I think it works so so well, and I think that's something that really needs to be brought back with the Daleks. I think we're probably with a lot of villains, but especially the Daleks having the Emperor as this sort of thing that they've got to look after, like it's almost sort of dying or unstable yeah. that they just have to protect this thing all the time. Because as soon as the Emperor says anything, 
all of the other Daleks are like straight off. And the same thing in The Magician's Apprentice when they notice that Davros has left the ICU thing, yeah. intensive care thing. They all like panic, don't they? And they're like, he has to go, they, yeah. we have they, to get him they back. Panic. They do. They all go <laughs> mad. I think that's great. And yeah, something about that medical feel. Sorry, I drowned that. Uh, there's something about that medical feel that I think just works so well with Doctor Who as well. Flawed villain. Mm. We don't get many flawed heroes doing Doctor Who. No, they just they just power, aren't they? They're yeah, just, it's not. It's not very interesting. It's it's I just love, that it's been like, done. That's why I think what that's why I love about uh, Colin Baker's Doctor. Mm. He's he's flawed, isn't he? Yeah, that's the problem, I, he's so that. much more interesting. And he had the, he had his plan of sort of to make him mellow, mm. and it, it does work better to have a and he beats women. Apparently that's what kids wanted back then. Yep. Strangle Perry straight away. Get a neck and just... <laughs> oh, Colin. So, do you reckon that was his decision to do that? No, no. It but... wasn't in the script. Colin, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> just hearing all the mics drop into the floor. Colin, no! <laughs> so, yeah, the final night. end. I tell you what, I wonder if I can get you the footage. So you can see the the battle. Oh, heavy this, isn't it? It's big, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Oh, it's not that big. It's pretty big. It's fair. I thought it was like four stories tall then. Oh, it looks a little... Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm guessing they're like toys. Yes. So, but they look great. Yeah. I was like, they can't be in big exposure to that. Can looks they? all right. Now, oh. No, yeah, I, I do think it looks, it looks good. I'm glad I saw that. Um, I think when Maximal is chanting, kill, 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 that's quite disturbing. You know when the Doctor kill, and Jamie are kill, yeah, kill, And he just kill, keeps saying kill. it. All right. It's horrible. There's a few bits though that stood out as not so great for me. There's a spark effect that's quite obviously... Uh, in colour anyway it's quite obvious I don't know whether it what it's like in black and white there's like a spark effect coming off a Dalek yeah that I think is I like an overlay but it's real yeah, it's, it's a real, real spark, spark yeah it? it looks dicky and uh, yeah. black and white it look, I don't think it look awful I don't I think for the keen eyed viewer yeah I think to yeah. pick up on it like I don't think you'd if you're just watching it to not Pick it apart. Yeah, I think it'd be. Fine. I was watching it two times speed anyway. So yeah, get it done in it, and then I wasn't the end of the story. Speed. <laughs> Just skipping it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, with the end as well, in the original footage that you've seen, the way that it's sort of uh, implied that the Daleks survive is there's a throb. From in the Emperor Dalek, from in the the base, the light throb. I guess yeah. I'm doing that now. Yeah. Whereas in the new one, it's the Dalek's eye, isn't it? Yeah. That sort of got a light. I prefer it being the Emperor, but it doesn't bother me that it's the Dalek. It's a bit of an odd choice that though to change, change the it. idea. It's the same message anyway, I guess. Yeah, that you know they they're not dead, no. but you know they're just. How long is it until they come back? 
after this? Not till uh, Pertwee's story. Oh, really? It's probably... But it, was it a good episode when they come back? Not really. Or is it really like a cop-out, like... It's not great. Oh, really? Day of the Daleks when they come back. Hmm. Uh, probably ten years. Really? Eight, eight, nine years, something like that. <laughs> I would have thought so. When's this? Uh, 1967. Oh, not that, not that bad then. Six years, maybe? Hmm. It's still a big... That's it a is? big gap, you know. Yeah, you can't go two seconds without a Dalek in there. It was every series, isn't it, really? Well, that's it, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and that takes us to the end of the story. Hmm. So, the music. I'd like to touch on the music. Very repetitive, isn't it? It is repetitive, but I think it's great. There you go. I just always forget the music. Like, I know it when I listen to see, it. Yeah, see, Like, I, I like thought... it or dislike it when I listen to it. I can hum it. Yeah. I rem- you know, I'm, I can analyse it there, but away from it for, like, an hour, I completely forget it. Unless it's a banger. Like, um, Bessie, theme tune. Mm. Petwee's car. That theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the score to this is pretty gorgeous. There's a, there's only a few themes that kept, keep getting used. When Waterfield goes into the back room for the first time, you get a bass clarinet with a flute thing. Mm. That's really nice. Uh, when the Dalek appears for the first time in the back room of the antique shop, you know, when it in that like silvery room that's over at the his back. shoulder, isn't it? Yeah, and you get that da 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 thing. Mm. I think that's gorgeous. That's great. And then he changes that synth motif to be on a timpani when you're on Scarrow. So that da 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 dun 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 becomes a dun 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 dun. Oh god. Dun 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 dun. No, no, that's not. That's not. No, that's not Doctor, is it? Dun 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 dun. So yeah, overall. Is Sig Rakanola staying on with Russell? Or is he going? I don't know. Is he is is he coming back? I hope not. <laughs> I hope he's coming back. <laughs> I hope not. So Russell, I had an idea. Yeah. Russell, hear me out. It's a new series. You can do what you want. Do you want him back? Dum dum dum, da dum dum, dum. <laughs> Hold on, Russell. Let me just let me just give you an idea. Now, Russell. Very memorable as your stories were. And we're so glad to have you back. But I feel there's a missing element. I really do. I've got somebody on Skype now. Uh, who just wants to uh, say something. I know their screen's off, but he's gonna they're gonna do something to see if they can jog your memory to who they are and see if you'd you know, consider working with them again. Go on, mate, go for it. I'd have him back. Why not? He is our Lord and Saviour, after all. Doesn't get any better than that. I'd have him back. I think it'd be fairly funny. uh, It'd be funny, but... (laughs) So, the evil of the Daleks. Thoughts. Incredibly passable for me. I'm not really... Really? I'm not really... If I never watched it ever again. (coughs) Okay. 
Um, I think my opinion would be much more, much different if I were to watch the live action Mm. version. Yeah. But I'm afraid it's just not possible right now. That is a no-go. And I, anything, I, I, I think if it's animated, it's going to detract at least five points. It's going to put it in the amber. There's no doubt. Every time some of it's animated in Doctor Who, it's going to go down to an amber. Wow. Unless they just decide to make a good animation at some point. Mm. Even then, even if it's the best animation ever, I'm not really keen on it. It just... Without those people there who made it originally, you'd never know. It is hard, isn't it? You may as well... It's as canon as me just drawing on a piece of paper. It is a shot in the I really don't like it. It is a shot in the It's not for me. Sometimes it works, other times it doesn't. Mm. Most of them work, I think, as a sort of... As a way yeah, for you I'd, to yeah. enjoy the story, it definitely works. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say so. You know, it, it makes it's, it far more easier for most people to watch, to enjoy the story this way mm. rather than trying to just listen to the audio. But I've got a rod up my <laughs> and for some reason I just don't like that art style. He will not shift. No. <laughs> he will not shift. He, uh... <laughs> it's firm, I'm staying in place. It is well, well stuck. It but is. It's not, it's not shifting. It's... Yeah, and I and I get what you mean. I do get what you mean. However, oh, I believe this to be a very integral part of the Dalek story. Oh, and good grief! I think we're getting. Cl- I'm getting closer to seeing what the Dalek should be. Mm. I say closer because we did have Daleks in this, <clears throat> saying dizzy and acting like children, so. Can't have it all, I suppose. Uh, Trout's brother's great. Thumbs up there, Thumbs John. Up. Well done. Well done, Barry. <laughs> Barry. Barry Trout. Thumbs up. Uh-huh. Uh, good good stuff. Yeah. Uncanny resemblance. It is it's scarily <laughs> close, isn't it? Yeah. Not quite, but... Um, but I think it's just... A, yeah, yeah. I couldn't grip me, my teeth into any of it. And I think that's because it's just a bit too long. Mm. As I don't even know if I can say that anymore about old Who. It's just it, Cause it's it part the of the thing. Yeah. It's just part of the thing that old Who is longer form. It's almost like someone said they have to be. You can't make that five ever. No bloody way. Seven. Chuck another. <laughs> chuck another two on. But so, we yeah. can't. No, I don't know. Amber. Amber. Yeah. Mm. For me, mm. it's a tricky one. Evil of the Dark. I think if I watched it at normal speed. <laughs> I think if you if you watched most of it this time, I think... Because the antique shop... Gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Were we ever there? I, think I don't remember it. Evil of the Daleks and Power of the Daleks. Yeah are the two sort of holy grail Dalek stories, mm. along with Dalek Master Plan, really, that they're just like, I wish we could have them back. Right. I still think I prefer Power of the Daleks, because that story, I sort of grew up with that story on cassette, because I had it on CD. Mm. And when we used to go on holiday, on like a bus trip or whatever it was... Mm. 
I didn't have a portable CD player. I only had a cassette player. So I had to transfer the disc to tape to take the story with me. And that was like the only thing I had, really. So I'm really familiar with Power of the Daleks. And I, I really, really enjoy it. But this isn't Power of the Daleks. This isn't Power. Evil... The same sort of thing. I did get that on CD and transfer it to cassette. So mm. I did enjoy this story as well. But I think, really, I only enjoy the Scarrow bits. Mm. Not that I don't enjoy the rest of it. I just know that the good bit is coming up. I want you to have a look at that episode. I think Clara's first appearance with Matt Smith. Into the dark. No, Into the Dalek is where they go in a Dalek. In a Dalek, terrible. But it's all... I know which one you mean as well. She's in the Dalek, isn't she? They get exiled to Scarrow. Asylum of the Daleks. Probably, I don't know. It's great, though. Good special effects as well. Practical special effects. Mm. You'll like it. Isn't it where there's an eye in the snow? Probably. A Dalek eye in the snow, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Um, Some darks blow up, though. So, yeah. But for me, I did enjoy this. I always do. Yeah. The animation, I could take it or leave it, if I'm honest. It's a great job. It's a great job. And I'm glad it exists. I'm glad they've done it. They were going to, they have to, they have to do it anyway, because they need to do them all now. Now that they've started, they, they just, they can't stop. It's probably, for me, not one of the best ones. I think power is better. Invasion is better. Fury from the Deep is better. Probably Macra Terra maybe as well. But Invasion and Power for me are the two best hmm. um, animations. Um, so I'm going to go Amber. I can't believe I've said that. I just don't think it's quite as good. It is it is good. It's a really enjoyable story. And if we had this one back on film, It'd probably it would be, be green amazing. Me. Yeah. But we don't. But as it is, in the current way that we can enjoy the story, I'm going to have to go Amber. We saw Jamie sword fight. We did. We did. Mm, a lot of charm, isn't there? There is. There's loads of things that really stand out. You know when Molly, the maid... Mm. Is it Molly? She's think, annoying, the maid, though. I think it is Molly. Yeah, it's Molly Dawson, isn't it? Joe Ro- Joe Robotton. She comes in. <coughs> I've, I thought I wrote it somewhere as well. I like when the doc. Yeah, when the doctor comes into the room with Jamie and Molly, and she won't stop talking over him. I thought that was great. She's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And the doctor's like, "No, it's all right. You can go. You just you can go now. You can go." And I thought that was great. It's like it's really charming that sort of mm. style. Of and Trout and Fry's off stuff like that. He's great. He's great in everything. Just, yeah. It's just a shame. It's. I think that's the problem with the animations, is Troughton is such a physical actor yeah. that you lose all of all that. All of it. You do with everybody, really. Uh, I suppose it is his brother, but... It, yeah, you know, you're nearly there. <laughs> but, do you know, and it's the thing, everybody says this about Troughton with the animations, that, oh, it's, he acts so much with his face that you lose it. But it, it is true. It is true. A lot of his acting... Is looks. It's what you know. It's the aside. It's his first season, like isn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. 
He's taking a few pages out of Hartnell's book. He's just, he's just only great. Just, only just not for acting tips, just because he, he in this episode he went, hmm, hmm, hmm. a lot. But like, yeah. I'm guessing is that because Hartnell did it and he was just carrying on. I don't know. I don't know. Does it matter? He's probably still trying to figure out what he is. He 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 hasn't quite. I think he is there now, really, with mm. how he's going to play it. The playfulness isn't quite there, really, until season five, maybe. Um, but season five, he really does settle down into who he is and what he, how he plays the character. And Tomb of the Cybermen is the next story. After so, this? Yeah, yeah. Because that's Victoria's first real adventure. Mm. We've seen that. Yeah, we've seen that. It's brilliant. So, so good. So, yeah, um, I'm going to have to go Amber, unfortunately. I'm going green. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, Amber. Right, all right. So um, funny. But it I vote, you vote an old Who story better than you. Wow. That's happened before, I think, though. Probably. Yeah, greatest show in the galaxy. Brilliant. But it doesn't matter what we think. <laughs> Evil of the Daleks looks great, but the plot is padded to hell and makes no sense, really. The Daleks use mirrors to travel in time to capture a companion of the Doctor that they have never met to find the human factor and so actually learn their own nature. Once they have the Dalek factor, they intend to turn it into steam and use the Doctor Who's unreliable TARDIS to spread it. Meanwhile, the Daleks' own agent kidnaps Jamie, delaying their own plan, and then nearly blow up the Doctor when they fail to take him to Scarrow. Hmm. I, I, yes, I, I agree. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, and it does make sense. It's weird, isn't it? They want to turn into steam. Hmm. Really? Really? Yeah. Like. In the cafe earlier on, where yeah, we saw in the coffee machine, yeah, the steam come off the coffee machine because that probably foreshadowed the events that would eventually uh, come up and <laughs> come up and come up and he's absolutely got his comeuppance now. It's weird the things, the decisions they make in classic here, isn't it? Who are we to judge? It's very I mean, that's strange, all we've done, but you know, but yeah. Why are they having sword fights and stuff like that? Got to fill it. We've got to fill it. Anyway. Strange little decisions. But thanks, it's, Keith. It's filled with uh, stuff like that in classic, and I don't know why. Because hmm. it's not normal for like older stuff to do that. Hmm. No. If anything, it's abnormal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Right, the, uh, the viney librarian... Or the vinyl librarian. ...that says, it takes a while to get going. 
but the last two episodes are amazing. The animation team did a great job, and the sound is a huge improvement over the previous audio releases. Mm. They did mention the sound. That's the thing with the animation. Some people really enjoy it. Look, it's, people... it's art, so it's all subjective. Exactly. I can't stand it. Maybe the vinyl librarian likes it. T- T- hang on. TSP and OE Podcasts, Christopher Page. Nice to hear from you again, sir. Says, well, they're evil. That is true. Samuel Griffin. Love this story. Compared to other seven-part stories, this one is brilliantly paced, never missing a beat. It expanded what we know of the Daleks with the televised appearance of the Empire over Emperor Dalek and alluded to future Dalek stories with the idea of Dalek Civil Wars. Is there Dalek Civil Wars? Well, yeah, because yeah, the human factor Daleks turn against the Dalek Daleks. Oh, in the story? Yeah. Oh, no, I want proper Civil War. Oh, right. Not enough for you. No, no not really. Helping yeah. to set up the themes for Resurrection of the Daleks, Revelation of the Daleks, and Remembrance of the Daleks. <laughs> this story also preludes to the popular Eighth Doctor comic, The Children of the Revolution. Overall, if you're a fan of the Daleks, this is one story to not miss out on. Fair play. Good stuff. I, I think that's what I like most about yeah. this episode, that it does prelude and build upon the the archetypal nature of what makes a Dalek a Dalek. It and builds I think, the foundations. And we Solid. can only go up, up, up into the business to that guy can from there. We go up from here. <laughs> only up from here. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, thank you so much. So all that remains now, I think, is for us to say which story we're, we're going to do, do next, next time. time. Well, mine's Flux. What's so, yours? So it will be Flux. And That's what I said. The randomizer. I did it yesterday and prepared it, so I was ready. The randomizer has chosen the reboss. Hang on, sorry. <coughs> I'll just let it straight away. Uh, What's going on now? So the randomizer has spoken, and we're going to go for the first season. No, we're not. We're going to go for the first serial of season 16. Nice. The key to time season. Should be Peter Davison. It is a Tom Baker. Should be Tom Baker, if I'm not mistaken. With Romana 1. This is the first story that you've had for Romana Romana 1. It is the Reboss operation. Mm. Or Ryboss. Reboss, I've always said. I'm going to stick with that. Would you like a snop? Hmm. The Doctor is summoned by the mysterious and powerful White Guardian and sent on a quest to find the six segments of the key to time, which, once assembled, will restore balance to the universe. Joining the Doctor and K-9 is the smart and sassy Ramala, a Time Lord fresh from the Academy. Mm. Landing on the wintry planet of Rebos, or Rybos, depending on how you want to say it, to locate the first segment, the TARDIS crew quickly find themselves embroiled in a little local trouble with a pair of con men and an unstable warlord. Mm. Four episodes long. Thank God for that. So yeah, so next time, ne- well, next week is Look Who's Talking and Flux. The week after that, Flux Part Two and the Key to Time. So there you go. Obviously, we're going to be recording a few days after Flux goes out. So if you've got any thoughts on Flux, feel free to send them in, and we'll include those as bits of feedback. And it as gives well. you time to catch up. Exactly. Yeah. So so there we go. Right. So. Just to wrap up and just reiterate a couple of points, 
if you're listening to this on Monday, don't forget we are going to be doing a live stream at 9 o'clock tonight on Monday the 1st. Uh, visit wccy.co.uk or the Cloyster Bells podcast, Cloyster Bell podcast webs podcast <laughs> website, or uh, all of our Twitter handles. So that's Cloyster Bell WCCY. All the time and space. My adventure in space and time. Neither the time nor the space. And you'll get all of the links to be able to find that. But if you visit our websites you'll see a link that will take you straight to the YouTube page that will be able to set a reminder for that. You so know. that's going to be weekly. Yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed the new episode of Flux, and hopefully if this is not Monday and you're listening, you enjoyed the live stream and you donated to the Neither the Time Nor the Space uh, quiz charity fundraiser. So, yeah, thanks very much, everybody, and we shall see you on the live stream or next week on our podcast that you're going to listen to because you really enjoy it, don't you? No? Okay. Um, So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, then. Stay safe. Don't drive over any potholes if you don't Don't have to. Don't do that. Ruin your suspension, people. And if in doubt, leave it out. If in doubt, flop it out. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at whocanconvince or send us an email to whocanconvinceyou at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback, either as an attachment in an email or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash whocanconvinceyou. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us.